What's going on, everyone? Jetta Camera, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling this uh, Monday morning. Well, it's quite a weekend. It really was. It looked early like the games might stink. You know, Miami don't have a quarterback. Ravens don't have a quarterback. All that stuff. But it turned into an unbelievable weekend of pro football playoffs. I mean, unbelievable. So we'll talk about it today. And, of course, we know now the implications of those games as it relates to the Eagles' first playoff game this year, which will be the Eagles and the New York football Giants on Saturday night. Obviously, we'll talk a ton about that today and all week. We'll discuss it all. Plus, the Sixers, they continue to win. Shockingly, the Flyers, they continue to win. All of it on the phone lines, 215-592-9494. Richie Rich. Joe. Hey, bud. It's great to see you. You too. Not as good as watching pro football, but... I was a lot of you're, a lot of good football. You're not a bad well, second a choice. Eh, John's like Exciting a fifth choice. Football. We're talking two different conversations. Yeah, I know. Here. Hey, no, that John, that football is pretty I good. I thought it was a great week. Right. I did too, man. All right, before that though, sure. did you know that Arctic and Antarctic mean bears and opposite the bears? No, Greek Arctic bears are at the North Pole. Yep, bears are not at the South Pole. Wow, it means bears and opposite the bears. That's a good fact right there. I like that fact a lot. I also liked what we saw as it related to entertainment. I'll tell you, though, though this. I I didn't love it from an Eagles standpoint. And, and so, okay, look, there's like three. I di- did. Well, I'll tell you this. There's three different things going on here. There's reaction to the games, and we want to hear from everyone because there was a ton of football to digest. There is assessing the Eagles' chances big picture based on what we saw in those five games. And then there's the uh, assessing the Eagles' chances uh, small picture, meaning next game, Eagles-Giants based on what we saw. John, here's the deal, man. I was feeling pretty darn good about the Eagles. And obviously, they still have a great shot and all that, all right? But I'm sitting back for a while and thinking, oh, they got the bye. They're resting. They can be focused. There's no new injuries. And I felt really good, honestly, until I saw the Giants play. And, you know, this game against the Giants worries me. So, do I feel better or worse about the Eagles' chances after what I saw? I feel worse because... John, if you told me last week, if you told me on Friday or Thursday last week, Joe, you get to pick between the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Bucs, I would have said, give me the Giants first because they're probably the weakest of the three. Now I think they might be the best of the three, John. Oh, that's crazy. Holy cow. They were really good, man. The Giants looked good for the Giants. The Giants played a Vikings team that the defense is non-existent. Yeah, that was pathetic. Yes, the the Giants looked good for them, but what 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 I took from this weekend was specifically with the, with the Giants. Like, look at the way Saquon Barkley played with an increased level of intensity. Yep. Our whole team is going to do that. Yeah, he looked fresh coming off. He looked really fresh. fresh. He absolutely did. Yeah, he did. And, and I just kept thinking, our whole team is going to be in that mode. I'm excited for the the way we look with extra time to get Almost like the Zach Wheeler effect. Remember when they shut down Wheeler and his fastball was popping more because he hadn't pitched? So you're saying the Eagles will look better because they've been rested. Yes, I saw the Giants ratchet it up. I know that we will ratchet it up. And and our roster is so dominant, comparatively speaking, to that Giants roster. Yes, the Giants look good. The Vikings looked horrendous. On defense. Well, the Vikings I, I, is a You joke. cannot ignore that fact. Yeah, I got you there. Yeah, the, the, the Vikings helped the Giants out. I'm so excited to see our guys play with the same reckless abandon that I saw from Saquon Barkley. And and I am not worried about this game. I, I don't think 
Vegas is worried about this game. You know, seven and a half points, seven points, depending where you look. We are going to cruise against this Giants team. I felt coming away from the weekend, I, I was shocked that the 49ers struggled the way that they did with the Seahawks for, you know, the first half. That was shocking. That was that was encouraging for me because I do think that's an eventuality <laughs> that we cannot ignore, that we will be yeah. facing that 49ers team here. I love the fact that we're facing that 49ers team here. But the fact that uh, the, the, the Seahawks look like world beaters in the first half, that's a real positive. And I was, wow, I think I overestimated the AFC. The big now we haven't seen the Chiefs play, but the uh, the ultimate goal where we're going to the Super Bowl and and we're playing that whoever it is from the AFC the Bills the Chiefs the Bengals the Bengals and the Bills holy cow they struggled but Josh Allen really did he was extremely inconsistent in that game he he made some incredible plays. And he also made some horrible plays. See, it's funny you say this, John, the way you do. And, again, everyone can weigh in, 215-592-9494. I mean, after what we saw this weekend, all the football, do you feel better or worse about the Eagles' chances? What do you make of the Eagles-Giants matchup? And, of course, just your basic reaction to the five playoff games we've seen so far. We're playing a team that pulled an upset. We're playing the Giants team that wasn't supposed to win. Yep. And somehow did. Here's the flip side of, though, the way you're framing, John, the Bills situation, the Niners situation, and the Bengals situation. Look, I understand what you're saying. Do those teams look weaker than perceived? Yes. And is that a good thing for the Eagles? Yes. But here's the other thing. I mean, it kind of put a shudder through me to know how easily a better team or a better regular season team can be threatened quickly in a playoff game. I, I can't be the only person out there that watched those three teams struggle. Now, in the end, the 49ers are the one team that clearly outclassed their opponent. I mean, they ended up winning by like 20 points or something. So, in the end, the Niners handled Seattle. But the Bills barely got by Miami. And and obviously the Bengals – Third-string quarterback. Yeah, I know. And the I get it. And the Bengals barely got by the Ravens. And obviously the play at the goal line that went to the other goal line is 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 – I mean, it's like the play of the weekend, if you will. Second string quarterback. Yeah. But, I mean, they were really great. Now, not as great as the Eagles great, but pretty damn close to as great regular season teams. And they almost lost, man. And and so I'm sitting there watching these games, and I'm saying because it's – That's great for us. But do you get my point that it scares me? I mean, see, I'm sitting there watching the games, and I'm thinking the whole time, am I feeling better or worse about the Eagles? And some stuff makes me feel better, and some stuff makes me feel worse. One of the things that just scares me is you get in one of these games, man, early second quarter, I mean, you can get real tight real quick. Now, look, we'll say I, I thought – look, J- Daniel Jones is way better than I thought. I mean, I don't mean just than yesterday. I Meaning he's way better – he's way better than he was a year ago. Way better. And he's better than I thought even as recently as about five weeks ago. He's pretty good. But you know he's not close. He's like the approximation of what Jalen Hurts is. Well, Jalen Hurts is better. I mean, Jalen Hurts is a better football player. He gives them a great chance because he threatens on the ground. He threatens through the air. He was uh, he, he threw the ball better than I expected. He did. Now, they keep it simple for him. They do a lot on play action. I mean, it's a very – listen, I think what Nick Sirianni did this year – 
taking the best of Jalen Hurts and creating an offense around it. And what Brian Dable did this year with the Giants, taking the best of Daniel Jones and creating an offense around that, I thought both coaches had masterful years. And now, you know, a showdown, if you I mean, think about it, an Eagles-Giants playoff game at the link on Saturday night. Look, let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. Your reaction to knowing it'll be the Eagles-Giants Saturday, your reaction to the games that we saw, and they were very interesting, plus just big picture, your sense of the Eagles' chances in the postseason after what we saw. Some swings good, some of it swings not as good. What do you make of it all? Let's kick it off with Dennis in Springfield today. Good morning, Dennis. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, before I get to my to your giant, to your Joe, I, I remember in years past watching NFL playoffs, and we we get the winner of the game, and as the score would fluctuate and it's, and it would go back and forth or whatever, I'd be like, oh. I don't want to play that team. <laughs> yeah. uh, wait, wait a minute. I don't want to play that team. Right. I mean, they're, they're, they're fresh in our mind. They played well. They also played a team that 90% of the country was saying was overrated, inflated, and not worthy of their Well, the Vikings and, are one of the and, worst. And, what are they, 12 wins? I mean, they were one of the worst 12-win teams I ever saw. I mean, they yeah, – and, and, and Kirk Cousins, man. My God. And, I mean, Kirk Cousins, he, he never wins a big game. It, it was the 31st-ranked defense – their, their pass defense is atrocious. Yeah. But my my main pet peeve is already this is what I'm gonna give you four facts that I heard on national media okay. over the course of the last two days. Go for it. About the Giants. <clears throat> Dable's a coach of the year, which is fine. I, I would go with Peterson, but Dable's a coach of the year. Daniel Jones, the Giants now have an equal to just uh, to Jalen Hurts. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who who said uh, no? Where'd you hear that? Uh, I Come heard on. it on. I heard it on. Get up well, this morning. Whoever said that's an idiot. But go ahead. Okay. The Giants are now using Saquon Barkley the same way that the Niners use Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the Giants' offensive coordinator, some guy named Kafka. Mm-hmm. He's on his way to being Andy Reid-like. Well, this he can't. All, he, well, this he, is all that was taken from whooping on a crap team yesterday. I, I got what you're. Yeah. I seriously, all right, Dennis. Appreciate the call. So basically, what Dennis is saying is, don't overrate the Giants. They beat a bad Vikings right. defense, and as a result, they're getting bouquet of flowers that they don't really deserve. Yeah, I mean, okay, fair enough. Let's talk to Anthony in South Philadelphia right now. Hi, Anthony. Hi, Joe. How are you? Good, buddy. Hi, John. Hey, yeah, Anthony. Good. Uh, Joe, uh, you both thought I was crazy when I told you the Giants last week, right? You thought Minnesota was the better team. I Yeah, that? I thought it would be close, but I thought Minnesota would probably win the game. Okay. Well, I, listen, i got to agree with you, Joe, about this. Joe, John, I know you're the eternal optimist, and that's great. Sure, John's the optimist on the Eagles? Well, Seltzer, hit the breaking news center. Oh, he's he's that's the first time to, I ever heard that. But anyway, going to the Super Bowl. He's the eternal <laughs> optimist with most of uh, the most yeah. points. Sure. He's got him to the Super Bowl. But, uh, listen, there's two things we don't have that the Giants have. And I'm not saying they're world beaters. I'm not getting into all of that. They have an athletic dual threat uninjured quarterback and they have an aggressive attacking 41% of the time blitzing defense. And in the playoffs, if you watch those games yesterday, you'll see that those things matter. And the Eagles are on a trend the last four games, not playing well. 
I mean, we lost to Spider Rico. I mean, we, we, we barely beat Spider <laughs> Rico, a quarterback, the last game of the year. Yeah. So I'm a little worried, Joe. I agree with you. Because uh, anything could come up in these playoffs and, and rear its ugly head and bite you right on your ass. And it can so, and, it, and it can happen really quick. Yes, yes, and that's what I'm worried about. And listen, I worry about everything. That's just the way I look at sports. Sure, but you know what I mean. Uh, that, that, you, you're not wrong what you're saying. All right, Anthony. Good hearing from you as always, man. I mean, look, we'll see. Let's talk to Chavis right now in Coatesville. What's up, Chavis? Hey, man. How you doing? Good, buddy. I haven't talked to y'all since um, before Christmas or Happy New Year's and all that shit. Ha- ha- Happy New Year to you as well, Chavis. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Listen, um, I'm a little afraid. I'm a little afraid for y'all because you got a better team, but you know what you don't have? You don't have playoff speed yet. You haven't got – this would be your first playoff game. You, you've been on, on, a, on a bye – and you've been healthy, and your t- quarterback ain't healthy. And Giants know what the speed of the playoffs are now. You're getting into it next week. And you can do all your game simulations and all that, but it's wait until the game get on there. But that ain't the team that I'm worried about. I'm sorry. The 49ers are the team that I'm going to worry about. But you look good. On paper, you posed to win this game, but you got to put it on the field. So... You got to do what you got to do. You can't come out there stumbling and bumbling, and you can't look like you did. The, well, the look, it's money time for Hurts. He's got to he's got to find a way. I mean, it's um, he's got to find a way. Yeah, you got to play games. You got to play your games, and you can't don't blink on the Giants. They might, you know, beat. They might have beat the Vikings and all that, and they have a, a good record. But they got that playoff under. They got that first game under their belt. So. And they came out a winner. So yes, and they you did. Haven't played, you haven't got there yet. You haven't played a playoff game yet. All right, just just know though, Chavis. They with the one seed, they weren't eligible to play a playoff game yet. Just I, I, I want to make sure we understand I, they they didn't play one yet because they had the best record in football. So I want to make sure we're on the same page I there. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I know that. I'm not yeah. taking that away from you. All right. You got it. You you should be glad you got it. All right, all right, Chavis. <laughs> and we are fresher than that Giants team that just played at that playoff speed yep. that you're holding in such high esteem. I'm positive that our players who are better than their players roster-wise can play at a faster playoff speed than they can. And the Giants, you know, to their credit, they, they didn't make mistakes at, uh, in that game against the Vikings. It felt like they were they were locked in. I you agree. Know, they were well coached. Other they, than when Slayton dropped the ball. Other than that. Yeah. Other than that. And that's fine. Yeah. I mean, they, it's one physical play. Other than that, they played a, a tremendously crisp game. They looked, John, like a really well-coached football team. Yes, they certainly are. And, and our caller earlier who said that Brian Dable is going to be coach of the year, I think he's probably on to something there. Uh, that was that was really uh, a positive for you know the the Giants fans. They they they've got a good coach, no they, doubt. They do have a good coach. We've got a good coach. We've got a better team than what they have, and that part of why they didn't make the mistakes is because they were facing a, a Vikings defense yeah. that was not good. The Vikings defense was probably. I mean, look, I, I don't know. You take the five teams we saw play. All five offenses, all five defenses, that's 10 units. I mean, I would imagine 
John, that the Vikings defense was the worst of the ten units that have given it a go so far in the playoffs. They I mean, made that. They were they were bad. Richie James, Isaiah Hodgins. I mean, even Kenny Galladay was in there trying to do something. Yeah, like they they made those receivers look like they were legitimate threats. I don't view them as those legitimate threats right. against our secondary. Plus, the Vikings made a tremendous mistake before the season. In choosing to have Jalen Rager be a Viking, oh. like what in the was it James? Just the what one? in the yeah? But but it's just the one muff. But he doesn't accomplish but that was his anything. Only opportunity. He didn't accomplish anything as a wide receiver. Nope. He is so gone from pro football soon. Yeah. He is so bad. Right. That, uh, James, what atrocious. what part of the Eagles' experience with Jalen Rager did the Vikings not understand? Dude, you got me. Uh, honestly. Seriously. You know, I've said he's my least favorite Eagles player of all time. I'm right there with you. I, mean, I, I hate Jalen Rager. Not as a person, as a player. <laughs> I hate him as a player. Sports hate. Uh, it doesn't seem – yeah, well – we don't know him as a person. Oh, my God. We, he just... What we do know of him as a person, it, it wasn't great. No, I, I mean, he was, I, don't, I didn't know the guy. I mean, he seemed like a fine guy. I don't know. I mean, he just accomplished I mean, nothing. He got a little defensive, well, a little testy. He a little, did. Like, the social media stuff was always bad Yeah, him. but it couldn't be. It can't be easy to have that many people, to what James just said, hate you. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I feel a little bit of sympathy on that level. But, man, he's just a bad pro football player. I mean, he's a he had bad one, player. one opportunity to do something yeah. in that game, and he dropped the ball. <laughs> oh, my God. That's incredible. Two years in a row, he's muffed a punt in a, in a playoff game. Two years in a row. Wow. Let's go to Drew in Westchester right now. What's up, Drew? Happy game week, guys. I just finished off some lemon water getting the pipes warm for Saturday night. There you go. Yeah, so I got I, I, I got to say, I'm more concerned that Merrill Reese has good pipes on Saturday than you. But – but you will play a role if you're at that game. I want you going down there and screaming your head off, man. I will be there. I'm six and zero at games this year, and wow. I have no doubt Murrow will be uh, ready to go. Well, well, I'm 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 zero and four in the last two years, which is really hard wow. because the Eagles have been good, and the games I've gone to, they're zero and four, which is ridiculous. Anyway, go. All ahead. right, so Joe, we're gonna have to have you do the pregame show and then go home, is what you're saying? Basically. Yeah, well, I usually I, I I head home. I can absorb the game better from home. I'll let, I'll let somebody else scream their head off. All right, so I got uh, one point. <laughs> I got I, I got to protect my boys from Monday morning. You know what I mean? All right, go ahead, Jim. So I got uh, one point on the playoffs at large, and then a couple points on the Giants matchup. Um, sure. At large, kind of like what you said, I didn't think any of the big dogs, uh, Bills, Bengals, even the 49ers, even though they won by a lot, yeah. I didn't think they looked that good. So I think the moral of the story is like style points are out the window at this point. It doesn't matter if it's ugly or pretty. You just got to win. That said, living in New York right now, I hate this team. I would love to embarrass them on Saturday night. And one thing I did notice in the Giants-Vikings game yesterday was that most of the afternoon, T.J. Hawkinson was really dominating and really open. And I think Saturday night needs to be a big Dallas Goddard game. John, I know you've had concerns saying he doesn't look right since the injury, but if he is healthy, you know, it's time to get him the ball and ramp it up a little bit because Hawkinson had a huge day, even though the last play was a disaster. Yeah. By the way, part of that, and it was a disaster, and ridiculous Kirk Cousins did that. We got to see an overhead to see what else he could have done. But, Drew, I'll say this. The Hawkinson thing was noteworthy, but had to be, had to be related to how they were rolling coverages to Justin it Jefferson. absolutely was. Yeah. 
They now, held now, Justin Jefferson to 47 yards. It, which is incredible. They were bracketing right. him on every play, and Hawkinson and Kirk Cousins took advantage right. of that. Now, Drew, A.J. Brown, not as good. Devontae, not as good as Justin Jefferson, but they're still outstanding. So you, your instincts could be right. I mean, the Giants could try to do a similar type of thing to A.J. Brown, and that could lead to a Goddard oh, you game. Can't, you can't do that. Because there's too many options. Because then there's Devontae and there's Dallas. And, and yeah, it's going to be different. And the Giants didn't blitz anywhere close to as much. I mean, they were like 44% blitz during the season. It was nowhere close to that against the Vikings. 215-592-9494. Coming up, in addition to all the uh, sense of anticipation, Eagles, Giants, some other things related to the weekend games we haven't touched on. I mean, Doug Peterson, man. Doug freaking Peterson getting it done. We'll get to that and more. We'll rock all the calls and all the topics. Jared Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Doug! Ben Peterson! Yeah, baby! Up, yeah!